Greetings, leaders. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Consulting. Today, we're discussing three mindsets of next generation leadership. Do you know what it looks like? Do you know if you even have those hidden leaders in your company right now? Do you know how to develop them? Let's talk about that today. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Leadership As Podcast. So today we're talking about three mindsets of next generation leaders. Uh, you know, these mindsets that it takes uh, to address and achieve, right, and accelerate in this COVID-19 era that we're actually in that has produced not only a health pandemic, but also a financial or economic uh, pandemic, as well as the uh, unemployment filings have, you know, have been rising and declining, rising and declining, and really depending on what area that you're actually in as it relates to, you know, uh, how the numbers will look. Uh, There's a quite a few uh, research, you know, optimization uh, uh, places or, you know, research resources that you can use to get this data and information, right? And then there's also some unemployment. There's also some challenging, uh, you know, information that you can also get from these different research resources. One such is uh, DDI, Development Dimensions International, um, that, you know, I have gotten a lot of information from as it relates to you know, challenges of leadership. And as I've stated in in several of my podcasts, right, that they did a um, a, a research, they did a poll of uh, of over uh, 25,000 leaders, right, with uh, 2,500 organizations with 2,500 HR representatives, right, with all of the genres of the baby boomers, the millennials, the Gen Xers, right, all involved in this uh, research. And what they've come up with is that there were two great challenges uh, that out of the 10 challenges that were identified from leaders, but two of the great challenges, 64 Uh, Pardon me. 60 percent of the respondents stated that retaining top talent was their number two challenge. Their number one challenge, 64 percent of the respondents stated that their number one challenge from these leaders was developing next generation leaders. And so one of the things that I wanted to help us to discuss, right, I've done, I think it was uh, episode five with uh, the five traits of uh, the five leadership traits, pardon me, of a high potential employee on my podcast. And I've talked about, you know, with the five leadership traits, right, uh, of a high potential employee or the five leadership traits of a high potential employee. Today, we're talking about the three mindsets, right, of next generation leaders. And, and, and so uh, what we want to that's what we want to talk about today. So we started off with, you know, you, you can you can have um, all of the, the the strategies, you know, in the world to develop, you know, next generation leaders. But there are three things about strategy that that you need to really understand. Number one, uh, Peter Drucker says that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Right. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. You got to pay close attention to the culture of your company. And not only that, but the culture that you want in your company, the culture that you desire 
in your company because whether you know it or not, you actually are partly, you know, well, ultimately responsible for the culture, uh, you know, in, in your organization. But I'm going to talk to you to why I said partly responsible for the culture of your company. Right. And then the, the second thing about strategy is uh, nothing. You know, strategy is nothing without effective leaders to execute these strategies, right, that you may come up with, design and discover. So strategy is nothing without effective leaders to execute. And then number three, only 14 percent of CEOs have the leadership talent to execute their plans. So those are the three things that you need to know about strategy, right? People are, you know, talking about we, you know, let's let's do the strategy. Let's come up with the strategy, uh, to retain our employees. Let's come up with a strategy to develop our next generation of leaders. But three things about strategy. Peter Drucker says culture eats strategy for breakfast. Strategy is nothing without effective leaders to execute. And only 14 percent of CEOs have the leadership talent to execute their plans. So leadership development should be top priority. Right. It should be top priority. And you can see uh, how leadership development or the lack thereof leadership development has affected, you know, uh, companies. You can go to like Glassdoor. Glassdoor, you know, is a resource for companies to be able to use to see, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the revenues that and the revenue streams that have been generated without, you know, throughout a company, how that company's product is doing, you know, what what is their bottom line, you know, that they have made, how they're looking, you know, uh, for 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 each for each term. Right. And, and, and so you can get that data, you know, free. I mean, f- through Glassdoor, you can punch in these companies and you can see you can get a snapshot of how these companies are actually doing. So again, from uh, DDI. Right. So they, they have what companies need to know from their human resources department. And we're still talking about the three mindsets of next generation leaders. But we want to lay a base for this. Right. Want to give you some data of why this is, in fact, important to take a look at and study. Because if you are a CEO or a frontline manager, you're right, or a C-suite manager, like a, a chief human resource officer or chief operations officer or a chief financial officer, you know, developing next generation leaders, uh, someone to carry the torch uh, throughout the generations, right? Someone who is going to carry it to the next generation uh, is very important. Now, I got to make a, a statement about that here, that there's no specific age requirement to be considered next generation leaders. You just got to have the three mindsets of next generation leaders to be considered a next generation leader. So we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, uh, just a few minutes here. But uh, in terms terms of quality, HR professionals uh, did an assessment and the assessment of their organization's leadership development programs were a lot lower than the leaders uh, assessment of their leadership development programs based on this research done by DDI. It says that 78 percent see their leadership career planning and pathing systems as only moderately effective or worse. 
48% do not use the information from the assessments and simulations to make leadership hiring and promotion decisions. 50% do not have well-integrated and strategically aligned leadership development programs or processes. 65% do not believe their leaders have high-quality, effective development plans. 35% do not have a program to develop their high potentials. And 45% of those that do don't measure the effectiveness of these programs. So again, people are spending money on programs, but not measuring, you know, if they're getting a ROI, their return on investment with these development programs, right? And so to, to just be able to put on paper or in reporting that you spent some money to, uh, uh, you know, purchase or develop a leadership development program, but you're not measuring the effectiveness of it, that's, that's, you really are not caring about, number one, the development of your people, and number two, the outlook, futuristic outlook of your company, right? So uh, let, let me share with you some of the results of not caring, some of the res results of not caring about, you know, um, th that type of development or some of the results of not caring about, you know, the measuring the effectiveness of these programs. Poor processes to select frontline leaders, right? And so 80% Guess what? 80% of employee turnover comes as a result of bad hiring decisions. 80% of employee turnover comes as a result of bad hiring decisions. Like, why, why, why are you hiring people? Right. I remember watching Simon Sinek talking about, you know, hiring processes. Right. And he was saying that, you know, would you adopt the person that you hired as a member of your family? <laughs> right. And if you wouldn't see, you got to look at your company, not like a family, but it is a family. Right. You got to look at your company as it is a family. And so. When you're hiring people or interviewing people, you got to think to yourself, would you adopt this person into your family? Why? Why, why? why do you say that? Why do you think about that? Right. When I heard him say that, that brought so many thoughts to my mind of how you really got to. You, okay, so if you're bringing this person in and if you would adopt them into your family, you're not only loving this person, but you love your family. And you as a CEO person, right, you love your company. And in order for you to love your company, you got to love the people, right? You got to love the people. So the financial cost of, you know, um, having bad hiring decisions, you know, can exceed two times the salary of the position you actually hired the person for. I want you to hear this. The financial cost uh, of, of a bad hire can exceed two times the salary of the position of the person that you actually, you know, uh, of the position that you just filled. And then here's the last part of it is that five in six HR managers are dissatisfied with the results of their high potential programs. Five in six HR managers are dissatisfied with the results of their high potential 
uh, uh, leadership development programs. So what we're going to do here is we're going to uh, take a a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about frontline leaders, you know, the challenges that they have today. And then we're going to go straight into the three mindsets of next generation leaders. Thank you. Hey, welcome back. So thank you so much uh, for coming back with us with the three mindsets of next generation leaders in today's episode of Leadership Is Podcast. So uh, as we're going to continue talking about frontline leaders today, uh, the challenges that they're faced, you know, again, we're seriously wanting you to consider, right, that the top challenge of leaders today is developing next generation leaders. Now, you have to keep this in mind that next generation leaders, there's no age requirement for this, right? The next generation leaders are really just going to be based on the three mindsets that leaders have to have. Now, of course, these three mindsets are going to be found uh, within your leadership development program. I mean, I'm sorry, in your leadership it's going to be found in your uh, departments within your company. And it's going to be found, you know, in some of the positions, you know, that people uh, hold in these departments in your company. Right. So so we want to talk about that uh, uh, today here. So uh, but again, frontline leaders today face real challenges. Listen to this. Forty nine percent of leaders want more coaching from their manager. See, millennials, as we talked about in our last podcast, right, of how to increase uh, employee engagement, millennials are not so much looking uh, uh, for a job for the uh, payout, right, or for the salary. That, like, that's, that's, that's good, right? That is an excellent perk, uh, getting paid, right? But the amount of money is not, you know, really a top priority of a millennial, right? Millennials are looking more for more growth and development opportunities within the company. That means more to them than the salary. So you got to remember the baby boomers are the ones who are coming out of, you know, the children from those that are uh, were of the Great Depression. And so money uh, and, and, and security was a top priority for them, right? And so not growth and development opportunities, but having a secure job was, you know, a top priority for them. But for millennials, it is really growth and, and for Generation X, right? It's really, uh, uh, for, for those younger, I mean, older of the Generation X, it's really growth and development opportunities. It's really uh, an environment of coaching and training, that's where they're looking for. That's how you increase your employee engagement is having an environment of growth and development. So again, 49% of leaders want more coaching from their manager. But guess what? 57% of leaders want more external coaching. They want coaching from an outside of the company right? They want someone to come in with a fresh perspective who has not been tainted by what they judge as maybe even a toxic culture. And they want, you know, a development program that is based on your company's KPIs. They want a program that's based on your company's uh, core values and mission statement, but just not tainted with the toxicity of the culture that has been developed within that company by, you know, the lack of uh, accountability that's been held by some employees by the leadership. That's one of the worst things a leader can do is to allow 
allow a bad employee to get away with being a bad employee in the presence of a budding good employee. That's the that's the that's the best way to kill a, the budding life of a good employee is by allowing them to see you tolerate the behavior of a bad employee. Right. So, again, uh, but guess what, though? Sixty percent of frontline leaders have never had formal mentor, have never had a formal mentor. So, again, if you have, as we've stated in the beginning of here, that 80 percent of employee turnover comes as a result of bad hiring decisions. Right. And the financial cost of a bad hire can exceed two times the salary of the position that you have. Well, OK, that's something to that's something to look at. Right. But again, at the same time, you got to look at the fact that 60 percent of frontline leaders have never had a formal mentor. So, again, you got to add in the coaching and mentoring component when you're dealing with developing next generation leaders. But I want you to look at three mindsets that next generation generation leaders have. Um, Before we go there, I want to share something with you from Jacob Morgan, uh, author of the book, The Future Leader, in a LinkedIn article that he wrote on August the 6th, 2020. Jacob says, think like a futurist. From the 140 CEOs he interviewed from his latest book, The Future Leader, this was the number one skill they identified as being most crucial. The skill is about thinking in terms of possibilities and scenarios instead of just picking a single path, he says. You need to constantly ask yourself a series of four questions and uh, when you're making decisions. Those questions are, why might this happen or not happen? What else might happen? What do I want to happen and how can I make it happen? And number four, what factors might influence why this will or won't happen? So that brings me to the three key mindsets of next generation leader. Because if you're going to be addressing those questions or thinking like a futurist, then the first mindset, right, that a person has to have or your next generation leaders have to have is the adaptive mindset. We are living in a time of crisis and crisis produces a change or a transition, right? So it produces a change and a change is transitioning from one mental or physical or state of being into another state of existence or being. So we're in that transition right now. We're in a new, we're in a uh, transition time of that is creating a new norm, right? Where you can see people going into a bank with a mask on coming out and no one is chasing them, you know, with a gun. This is a new norm, you know, right, right now. So the first mindset that next generation leaders have to have is the adaptive mindset, right? The adaptive mindset, the adapt to be able to adapt, you know, uh, through, through the changes of trans- uh, transition. And this is, in fact, a soft skill that can be taught. My company, JM Leadership Consulting, we teach, you know, mindset. We teach adaption, we, uh, adapt, adaptive, right? We teach these soft skills uh, to not only, uh, you know, budding and emerging leaders, but also to employees who are on the cusp of being fired. We teach these things because we want to save companies money. 
So in an adaptive mindset, right, there are four things that you're going to find in the adaptive mindset. Number one, there's leadership. You're going to find it in these areas. And this this is what it's going to look like. So the adaptive mindset is going to have there's going to be leadership going to display leadership. Number two, they're going to display it in their communication. Right. Number three, they're going to display it in the professionalism. And then number four, they're going to display it by having a growth mindset. The difference between having a growth mindset and a fixed mindset is, you know, as uh, Carol Dweck has it in her book about growth mindset, you know, and we talk about it where growth mindset is a fixed mindset is being. But a growth mindset is becoming, which means that there's always room for growth. There's always room for improvements. There's always room, right, to be a little better yesterday. I mean, tomorrow than you were today. So, again, the first mindset of a next generation leader is the adaptive mindset, being able to adapt to the changes that are taking place. There are many people that are going to be coming back into these companies and they're going to find that, you know, their manager or supervisor has been furloughed or even, you know, removed from the company altogether. Right. They may even find that coming back into the industry and find that their local store, uh, you know, a local company of this this chain even right of this franchise uh, has been has has been closed permanently. So but they still want to be faithful to the program and to the company or to the industry so they go find another, you know, store or go find another company right within the industry. And so, uh, again, you may even have some that were not furloughed or were not fired who remain on the company. But now the, the managers have been relieved or you've you, you found yourself in your company. You have room now to promote someone into a leadership position. Right. And so now this person may have what is called survival guilt. We talked about this in our last episode where they stayed employed, but a friend of theirs who they felt you know, may have been more qualified or who they felt needed the job more than them may have gotten furloughed or fired. So now they have survival guilt, right? So again, the mindset of a next generation leader is that of one of adaptation or adaptive. They adapt to the times, right? And then number two, with proper adaptation, using the leadership, communication, professionalism, and a growth mindset, they grow to the second mindset, which is the innovative mindset, right? So as they are adapting to the changes, to the transition that has taken place, now they're becoming more innovative, right? Which means they're coming up with uh, or featuring new methods of how to do something. And once again, this has nothing to do with an age requirement. This has something, everything to do with the mindset. Right. So you can be a generation Xer, you can be a baby boomer, you can be a millennial. Right. But again, it deals with being innovative. Right. And the innovation comes by a way of the adaptation or the adaptive mindset. Right. And so when one is adaptive, 
uh, in their mindset, right, or featuring new methods, they will have new methods of onboarding or hiring new employees. As we've talked about with Simon Sinek, who talks about, you know, how you hire someone and you want to, you know, hire someone as a, would you, this person that you're going to hire, in other words, right, would you adopt them as a family member? If you wouldn't adopt them as a family member, then maybe you shouldn't hire them based on, you know, a high resume or, you know, an interview, you know, success. Right. Uh, Because when you are bringing them into your company, you you your company is your family. And if you love your family, then you should love every family member. That is a part of your family. So if you are interviewing someone to hire, you are adopting a new family member. And you have to look at them as such. Right. Because, again, they're going to come in expecting, you know, some love (laughs) uh, from you as well. There is, of course, a honeymoon period that every job has. Right. Everyone is nice to the new employee to a certain point to where, you know, the niceness that's called the hedonic adaptation. Right. The hedonic adaptation means that that which was new has now become our norm. Therefore, the newness has worn off. <laughs> so so we, we, we get that part. Right. But again, with an innovative mindset that comes by way of the adaptive mindset, you'll find it in the onboarding in the hiring you know, process in the interview process. You'll find it in the digital literacy. Right. You'll find it in your digital literacy that's in your company. You'll find it in technological development in your company. Right. They'll be innovative in the technological development in your company. They'll even be innovative in the artificial intelligence in your company, not just robots, you know, as it relates to artificial intelligence, but also in the software. Right. So the very least of artificial intelligence will be what is described as algorithms, right? So they, you know, they, they, they will be innovative in the algorithms, you know, discovering how numbers and behaviors match and how you can actually forecast, you know, um, X, Y, and Z based on these numbers and behaviors. And then number three, the third mindset is, of course, the connecting mindset. The connecting mindset is a system or the systems that are developed using the innovation based on the adapt the adaptive mindset. So again, to recap, the three key mindsets of next generation leaders are the adaptive mindset, the innovative mindset, and the connecting mindset. So if you're going to grow and you should be growing your next generation leaders, these are the three mindsets of your next generation leaders that you should look for. Thank you. Thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. Today, we discuss the three mindsets of next generation leaders. And as we discussed, we're not talking about an age requirement to be considered next generation. The three mindsets we discussed were number one, the adaptive mindset, which of course adapts to the changes of transitions, which is a soft skill. Number two was the innovative mindset, which was of course a hard skill. And what it does 
businesses have innovative or new ways and new methods to uh, address the changes of transition. And then number three was the connecting mindset, which links everything together using systems. So uh, we work with emerging leaders, high potential employees and students to develop and embrace a growth mindset for leadership. If you would like for us to do a presentation or keynote your next event, please contact us, jason at jmleadershipconsult.com or visit our website, www.jmleadershipconsult.com and we will respond promptly. Please subscribe to our podcast using the Anchor app or you can go to anchorfm.com or you can use Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Leadership Is. Please follow us on social media using Twitter at Leadership JM. Also, Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Consulting. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.